He's a sock smeller. I am a sock smeller. Uh, nothing gets me there closer than a good old bag of socks. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Am I a Bill Burr fan? Yes, I'm starting the episode out with a question because I've grown with his YouTube clips over the past couple of years, especially during COVID, and I'm liking his stuff. So I'm curious about what you feel, Eric. Today we're reviewing Old Dads. Reviewing a comedy. Today we're reviewing Old Dads, he's the Old Dad said. Thank you. Would you consider us Old Dads? Sarah says no. I'm not. No, no, those guys are in their 50s. Well, that's good then. We got a no, head start on, on them then at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think th- this movie is fine. It's a comedy, I think, if anything, we have to talk about the state of comedies right now. They are not too, uh, you know, there's not too many of them that are coming out and not too many that are staying memorable. Well, until American Pie 5 comes out because um, Stifler said that they're currently writing a script. And that's the problem right there, right, is that it's not anything new that's original on its own. Even though, Lord, they tried. Lord knows they try. It's these reboots where they get get the band back together and that's fun for nostalgia for maybe a bit but it's not good for a rewatch it's it's well, coming to america too it's well, what you, story you can you once. tell i mean i mean what I mean, you and i can sit here for a, a whole hour show story like okay you were just talking about how what was the other comedy movie that we had last uh, that we had watched before this? It was, it was, it was about the kids. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Yeah. It's about the kids. Is it Bad Words or something like that? Something like no, that. no, that's Jason Bateman. Uh, movie good, where good kids boys swear. Good boys. <laughs> the good boys. I think it was good. No. Oh yeah, it went, I think it might have been Good Boys. Yes, you're right. Good boys. Yeah, where they like with a drink of beer. Two thousand nineteen. Whole... There's no way, dude. We we had to have done a comedy. Name it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I will Thor, admit that. Thor: Love and Thunder. That was not a comedy. But there, there's the the issue, right? Is that there's no solid comedies anymore. It's just that every other movie now it just throws in comedy. All these action so movies have comedy in them. All these horror movies have comedy in them. All these romance movies, they've but they've been having comedy in them. Well, so they've had comedy for 20 years. It's, almost, it's almost like the other genres just ate and absorbed comedy as as a general. You uh, as a whole, you ask like what story can they tell? I mean, this is always the comedy of it. You, something of an awkward situation, boys growing up, doing some stuff or a misunderstanding of some sort. They're making another Harold and Kumar now. How? He never mind. I was gonna say things totally inappropriate. Never mind. So there's the other thing too, is that there you had a lot of movies uh like Super Bad, right, where it's just kind of focusing on the age experience about the losers or the in betweeners in high school trying to go to a cool party. Simple simple task and how the entire movie is them trying to get there. Whereas uh, Good Boys was this kind of something similar where it was they they had like the the drugs and uh, they're being chased to try to get to some place. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, what's another movie that would kind of? But well, e- either way, like uh, I think that the story for for comedy can be there, but it's just the jokes that they are told now have to be tasteful, right? They can't go to. I don't know. That new Jennifer Lawrence comedy had Gina and I rolling. That is a new one, right? There are two that that come to mind that kind of like seem different from the crowd. And that new Jennifer Lawrence one, whatever that one was called, that just came out. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh, That one's hilarious. It's really good. They do a lot of jokes that I didn't think they would do. And um, the other one would be uh, would be uh, cock blockers. 
Okay, I mean, Dicks, right? We haven't seen that one yet, but... Uh, oh, No Hard Feelings is Jennifer Lawrence's movie. Yeah, No Hard Feelings, but then Cockblockers was, I thought, was interesting because it was a point of view of the dad. Have you ever seen Cockblockers? I don't think so. It stars John Cena, and it's a bunch of white suburban dads, and it's prom night, and the dads all figure out, oh my God, their daughters are going to lose their virginity on prom night. So the whole point of the movie is the dads go on a drunken run in a minivan trying to find their daughters, go into party to party to party to stop them from having sex on prom night. So what the I'm trying to see some other comedies that they they came out. You people is considered a comedy. Cocaine Eh. Bear is considered a a comedy. That was bad. That (laughs) was bad. Guardians of the Galaxy Three is considered a, a, a comedy for some reason. Uh, Bottoms, which is a movie that I wanted to watch, is on there. We have a ghost, which is something that we did, right? Is is on there. Eighty for Brady came out. This is all for twenty twenty three. Eighty for Brady is a movie that I that I've seen. It's not. It's a cute movie, but whatever. It's comedy murder mystery too. Uh, the void for comedies. It, these are all just so bland. These all just seem to just. Well, is this movie fit. bland? We're here to review old dads. Is this movie bland? Uh, this is kind of taking on a topic, right? This is kind of the the generations. Like, uh, this is an older generation trying to raise kids how they were raised. This this rough so this and is tough Gen way. X. Uh, yeah, right. I, I think Bill Burr and his friend are Gen X. Bill guys, Burr right? seems like a Gen X guy playing as a boomer. Right. Do you like Bill Burr? Do you like his shtick? Yeah, for the for the most part, I like his comedy. I've seen him live. Oh, you've seen him live? Okay. Yeah, my uh, my my favorite little skit that he did was with Conan when he was talking about supper and about how his little brother said, "Mom, I hate you," and Dad threw the milk. Yeah. And and continued to eat, and I was like, that brought me back to my childhood, and uh, and he's always complaining about little things. That's what got me right about women in the NFL and people in flights, you know, like stuff that the common man, he seems like a common man comedian, right? Well, yeah, I I see him as a, as a louder Larry David. There you go. So like having a movie that he has wrote and directed and starring in, uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing it. I knew it was going to be of the time. Right. Um, and boy, um, I saw a lot of myself in Bill Burr, like, First of all, he's living in California, Hollywood, right? L.A. area. And their child is going to some vegan uh, trophy wearing a helmet school. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of showed my hand about how I feel a Bill Burr at this moment, right? Like, this is exactly what I would feel, you know? Uh, I hate this school and I hate the teacher. Um, I hate this environment. I'm uncomfortable. I'm more comfortable you taking me down Detroit than these than, uh, than these people. Of course, because you know to expect in the city, or if right. you were to see it, you could at least throw it off as the excuse. Like, oh well, we're we're in the city, we're in the we're in the ghetto. Whereas in this situation, you have to walk on eggshells. You don't know what's going to go off. Everything is is just you know, a word away from blowing up. Right. And it's, it's just crazy. Like what was it? So he, he, he flew off because he was what? Not even five minutes late late. picking up the kid. Yeah. You know how many times I've been late picking up Riley? They don't care. Well, yeah, of course he's be two minutes late apparently in this one. They don't even uh, they don't even see who Riley goes home with. They don't care. The doors open. The kids run out. Well, they do different things. Different things at this school, Jordan. Different things that piss me off. Like, like I'm even finding myself to be in this way, right? Like, okay, you know where I live. You know how far I live away from the school. For the people that don't know, I look out my window and the school's there. Like it's there. Right. Mm-hmm. I still walk my first grader to school. When I was in first grade, we walked to school, Eric, if we could. Right. I did. Right. Up the hill, you know, being like our dads at this point. So it's like 
I'm not used to this world, and I and and I know he is meaning Bill Bill Burr is mocking this world, but this has to be how it is, right? I mean, this is how ridiculous people are out there. I right? hope not. I yeah, fear for on. myself if that's the case. I it I'm sure it does exist, but maybe not to this this volume. This is a lot of people that are 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 ganging up and, and kind of getting offended at. Basically everything. I, I'm with Bill Burr on, on that, especially when the <laughs> uh, when he was forced to apologize to everybody. That was terrible. I felt uncomfortable for him and myself. Yeah, I I wanted so bad because you obviously it's kind of relatable in that situation. Just to tell everyone off there, you know, flip them off and get it, and then run out. Not run mm-hmm. out, but you know, walk out like, no, nah, I'm bye. Yeah. Why is he married to the woman that he's married to? I think that's a conflict too, right? Because with him being so boisterous and loud and opinionated, you would think that he would be married to somebody that sees the world that he sees it. But she is all about this, like fitting in. Like she's all about that. We need to fit in because we got to have a good school for the kid. You need to apologize. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like she's very you know, not him. I had wondered that for the longest time, Jordan. Not just in this movie, but they've done it in a lot of other movies too. I want to say usually Adam Sandler movies, uh, but I I think there's a lot of other ones where it seems like the couple that we're supposed to believe is married for X amount of years and has a kid or kids. Uh, in it always just seems like the wife is, and the husband just don't ever. It, it, like they're on two separate different pages. Like, do you not, are you guys just bitter and hate each other now? Because it seems like that that's just where it is. But there's no talk of like divorce or anything else like that. Uh, it just you know what I mean. It just seems like this should be the person that y- you signed up with to do all this. Did you not know that this was the person that he that he was going to act this way? That he was this type of person before all this? It mm-hmm. is this really coming out now? That uh, in Woods breaking the camel's back here is this guy reacting for being two minutes late to the school. Like, it, it, right? It just seems like you shouldn't be chastising him for overreacting. You should be standing by your husband because he's got a point. This is kind of a silly thing. You're paying this much money for. Anyway. No, it's, it's, it's true, right? Be- yeah, because it I'm seems always... like the, the wife is always just like, I can't believe my husband would act this way. Just like, honey, you've been, you've been with this guy for 10 years. You, you right. tell me you didn't like this. This is now suddenly a different change in the man. Yeah, it's 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 always what I call the alcohol. What the what I call the alcoholic uh, syndrome with marriage. It's like, honey, you do realize that he's been drunk in every photo. There's not a photo of him not holding a beer, and you're just surprised by that now. So it's like, you know, like kind of know who you're marrying there. Right. So, um, yeah. So, it's like she's surprised that she's married to, to Bill Burr. And right. Then I mean, he's like, acting like just, Bill Burr. It, it doesn't make sense. Um, and like I saw this movie a few weeks ago to prepare for it. And I, I, I was going to rewatch you know, like, you know, like the big scenes to prepare for this. But the day would not allow me. But after this, didn't he like ask to do like a fundraiser and he like killed it for a minute? Like, he was doing really good. No, it was like an auction, right? He, like, killed it, and then all of a sudden something happened, and it got ruined. Yeah, there was doing, like, some sort of auction, a sound auction thing. And for the this school. Was, yeah, for the school fundraiser. And this was after he got the news that he and his buddies, who started a business with each other, uh, doing selling throwback jerseys, were bought out by a competitor, and then they were left on right as contract. They were left... By the, okay, so we're okay. So let's let's talk about that. Actually, that's a good point. Let's talk about it. So, uh, thanks. Um, they got bought out by this d bag, blonde hair guy named Chad. I'm assuming his name is Chad. Sure. Um, or did he get bought by another company that guy's just like managing it? Did they get bought out by this guy? No, oh, yeah, he got bought out by uh the kid guy. The kid guy, Chad. I'm gonna call him Chad. Yeah. That or, that that or yeah okay the Chad, um, they got bought out by this guy and this guy okay so they did, uh, throwback jerseys and this guy bought him out but he doesn't do throwback jerseys. He 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 buys up startups. 
Okay. So he keeps them on, and oh yeah, oh yeah, this is the scene where uh, they have to go find this old guy that's roamed the earth like Kang and Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this awesome little thing where they're like, they're not harassing him, but they're harassing like, like some other worker guy there, and they were talking about stuff that you and I would talk about off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they were on the way to find the guy, uh, uh, Ed Cameron, uh, that uh, one of the other guys, uh, Travis, was in the car with them, and as they were journeying to go find this Ed Cameron guy, which they do find, and they they get him in right, but they're yeah, just what locker room talk, just riffing in the car a little bit. Right, they're like they're listening to hip hop, and they're like, "You say the word, right?" And he's like, "No, I don't say the word." But yeah, that's the thing is that they were just just messing around, and unbeknownst to them, the entire thing was recorded, and because they were on a work trip, they were expected to behave under work guidelines, right? Right, and that's that happens though, right? I mean, like, I mean, this happens, no? I sure hope not, man. That it seems like you'd have a lawsuit there. Yeah, it seems like it, right? Because they they say some funny stuff. Because wasn't the guy rapping to NWA? Uh, yeah, he was rapping to NWA, and of course, you know, the black friend of the group is just staring at him with the death stare the entire time, uh, which I found was hilarious. Yeah, that guy and, was a great. Mike was the character's name. Oh, and the and the guy that bossed it was Aspen Bell. So why were they trying to find this this wanderer just because they because this young guy who bought up the bought up their company thinks that this guy's cool because he wanders there since like 1987 or something like that? Yeah, just, his whole thing was he was going to rebrand their company. He was going to rebrand the throwback jersey company as a company to support homeless dudes doesn't matter some apparel anyway and you know his whole thing was you know the people who don't want to be famous that those people who are famous get this guy and he's gonna be part of a marketing campaign that that's all it was that was his so thing. people that don't want to be famous wow he didn't seem scream for because that's all about being famous um get that guy they get fired from the own company that they started that got bought out because they were caught being recorded. And then what? I mean, like, the one dad um, is friends with them, but then, like, his wife is really involved in the school. So, like, when Bill Bird messed up the auction, like, the dad couldn't talk to him anymore. Oh, yeah, like, so hey, man. about the auction. So they get let go, and, yeah, uh, so Jack, Connor, and Mike... Jack is Bill Burr, Connor is Bobby uh, Calaval, Cal- Calaval, Calavali. Is that pronunciation? Just speak English. <laughs> and Mike, <laughs> Mike is a Bukim Woodbine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, after they get fired, yeah, uh, Connor, his wife is really got him on a short leash. Got right. Him, got him, t- uh, you know, just tied down. And, you know, you're not allowed to talk to your friends type of thing. And he has to basically, for the rest of the movie, kind of hide his friendship, whether it be secret text messages on secret phones or writing little <laughs> letters. The funny thing is that, you know, I can relate. We know a guy like that. Yeah, exactly. Ew, got, shot, got him. Shots fired. Friend of the um, show. If he's listening. We love you. We miss you. Give, come back for game night. And then the... <laughs> Other one, Mike, he's got a good relationship. He's got a he's, he has a grown kid going to college. He and his baby's mama, his kid's mom, are have a good relationship. And he has a new, younger girlfriend who oh, is not about all that stuff until no, no, suddenly, no, no. once he's let go from all this. Oh, and he's getting the kind of possibly another job. Is she reveals that she's pregnant? Right, yeah. The girl that never wants to be pregnant, never wants to be a mom, all about her looks, that's all a lie, right, in these movies. Right? It's it is it is it is I would say that he was bamboozled. Uh hoodwinked. <laughs> hoodwinked, if you will. Uh he was tricked. No, uh, he tricked say. himself, dude. It's No, come on. 
Yeah, yeah, because anyone that says says that is is like, no, I don't believe you. Unless you can show me the receipt of you having the the procedure done that mm -hmm. uh, disallows you from doing it, you mm -hmm. know, th where you've made that decision, then mm -hmm. no, that that's always an option. That's always an option. No, he was he was blind. We we we've all been there. I I oh, just the funny oh, thing is he was blinded. All right, he's blinded by love. <laughs> blinded by the lights indeed um the funny thing is is that every time not every time i'm sorry that was stupid choice of words when i watched this movie i could not think about nothing else besides me you and the other one you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it says it's old dad yeah it says old dad but we've lived like a lot of this movie right are you i mean strip clubs <laughs> in general, I'm talking about the whole movie. Like, I feel like I'm a Bill Burr kind of guy, right? Because anytime I tell you stories off to air or on air, when I gave the waitress crap about the whole gratuity thing, right? That That's something that Bill Burr would do. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Where you just kind of say it out loud, you know, right past right, the filter. Yeah. yeah, that's me in the group. You know what I mean? You know, and you're Mike. I'm definitely Mike. You're so Mike. I'm absolutely you know, Mike. Hundred percent. You know, and then you know, uh, the other one is the other one. I'm the just other saying. One is, is definitely Connor. I can definitely see that. De definitely because of the Italian aspect of it too. Hey, forget about it. Hey, hey, you put you put mushrooms on it. Do you do? You don't put pineapple. Whoa, whoa! I gotta ask her first. Yeah. Hey, now, hey, Papa the Boopy. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So, no, I mean, like, it was very hard uh, for me to watch this with a straight face because uh, us three model the character types of each individual guy. I'm, I'm right. So much. So um, what, what happens next? So so she's pregnant. The auction happens. And then what, Bill Burr, like, somehow they get was, to – they don't was... go to – Hyping up the mic. He was feeling up, right. hyping up the mic, and right. in order to kind of boost up the sales because he was feeling pretty good, he right. bid. He put a bid in. That's right. Yeah, he he bought himself something stupid. He he well, he put oh, in a bit more he like bought... he, he bought like a like yeah exactly he bought like a some one on one time with with the principal or yeah something. with the d director principal right. that he hates. They got into yes. a thing with Dr. Lois Schmeckel-Turner. Right. I know her, right? Please, because I, you know I know this actress. I've seen her in everything. You've never seen her before in your life. Yeah. No. Yes, you have. She's She is Rachel Harris, man. She's been in a, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Hangover. She plays uh, Ed Harris's wife. Thank you. She's in Goosebumps, the movie. She is in or, I'm um, sorry, the TV show on... Uh, uh, Disney Plus. The OG Goosebumps show? No, the the new one that's on with Justin Long. That's on Disney Plus. That's on now. That's on now. Gives me something to watch tonight. Thank you. It's a series. Uh, I've watched it. It's yeah. Viewer beware! You're in for a scare. Uh, Wednesday quality. No, no, definitely not. Oh, oh man, okay. But All right. but still, it's try. it's it's a watch. Give it a try. Okay, it's a watch. So he has to win time with her. Now I'm skipping ahead, right? So tell me where I'm in the timeline. But but eventually the guys don't go to Vegas. They go to because, oh, because Mike after Mike's the... upset. Mike's upset that the girl that that that, that his girlfriend's pregnant, right? Uh huh. So then so they don't they don't they go to Vegas? Well, not Vegas, but they go to some place, uh... right? Hold on a sec. Don't they go? Let's see, fundraiser and then blow up. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure after they they kind of split up and do their own thing for a bit, right? Isn't that what it is? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then and then they yeah because Jack and Mike they see each other at a late night restaurant. Uh huh. Both oh, yeah. Kind of yeah, the diner. The diner. Yeah, because it focuses on Jack's and his wife's relationship for a bit. 
and his downfall of him, Jack, hitting bottom a bit, right, after this whole thing, uh, and after the whole getting fired from his work, and then with the kid, and then everything else, he decides to kind of do a little bit better, but then he and Mike make peace, Mike's going through his own thing, and this is where we get to see glimpses of everyone else's downfall in their life. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they pick up Connor for a casino bachelor party road trip. Right, and then they go to the... No, that's not Vegas. That's not even Reno, right? That's like some... It's a casino. It's whatever. They're, they're, they're going out there because Mike's girlfriend insists they get married. That's what it was. They're focusing a lot of on Mike and his girlfriend with Brittany. And then they run into the jerk that uh, fired them who is there for a retreat from his own company because he said something insensitive or something like that, right? Or like the old dude thing didn't work out. He like he was there. Some, to... Yeah, some politically, some some questionable things. I bit my tongue on that one. That's all it takes just to get you fired, buddy. It's just say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah, I know. I, I bit my tongue on that one. Like actually? <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, because I I don't want to make this into a Jordan rant on the World View show episode. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, it scares me. I used to be with it. Now what it is scares me. They changed it. And it will happen to you. Yeah, sure will. Sure, so, it, it is. Yes. Um. So they go to have a blowout in at the casino. Wow! Uh, and they get a, and they get a ride this. there from by Bruce Dern. Yes, yes, we have experienced. Oh, no. Bruce Dern was picks him up on the way back, right? Yes, to we experienced the hospital. This. this is exactly like somebody was there and and videotaped our experiences, right? Like this happened. <laughs> hey, she loves me. No, no, she doesn't. She does not love you. Yes, she does. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, didn't one guy swallow his wedding ring and then? Yeah, so the Italian guy swallowed the wedding ring and then he choked on it, which that didn't happen, but probably did happen without us knowing. That's, um, that's great. And, there, and, and no cocaine either. Just God, mounds of cocaine. That's... <laughs> And uh, yeah, they're just they're 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 being cool with the new owner who fired them. Did he fire himself from his own company? This guy, the Aspen guy. Yeah, no, it's his investors or whatever retreat he was going to or uh, thing he was going to. He just said something at the wrong time or did something, and then they got dumped by the investors, leaving him broke. Plain and simple, right? Or something like that. Well, vague enough to where they put it into a sentence, and then they uh, kind of just moved on from it. But how? Uh, whatever. It, it's it's the kind of the the fu that the guys needed in Vegas just to kind of see, you know, like their boss down an L for the boss is an, is a win for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that would be a win for me or you, right? I mean, like we walk in, we see the boss down and out and you're just like yeah. right well yeah especially when it's a, he's a victim of his own wokeness right right which eventually will happen and break never mind bit my tongue again so uh they have to get because mike's baby is being born and this is where we get who who's the who's the uber drive driver bruce dern bruce dern and then this is when we get back to the city and Bill Burr has a realization when the when the Uber driver's complaining, complaining, and complaining. He's just like, oh, my God, I'm turning into this old guy. I got to change, and I got to run to the hospital. No, sir, so Bill, Bill Burr's kid was, right? Who was having a kid? Was it Bill Burr? What? No, Mike was having a kid. Yeah, but Bill Burr ran to the hospital too, though. Uh, oh, was he having a baby too? 
Yeah, he was. I think he was having a baby too because because he was running and I so badly wanted Coldplay to like, you know, like you know, like song like the scientist play while he's running. You're right. You're right. He was going to. Uh, she's his... pregnant too. That's right. That was the big conflict because his wife is pregnant too. Yes, you're right because his wife and Mike's, Mike's wife. girlfriend Girlfine. were bonding. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So then, so his kid is born. And I, I wanted Coldplay so bad. Didn't happen. And he gets to the hospital and, oh, we're having a baby. Oh, what was that? His wife was pissed because, you know, it was classic. So this is why, go on a rant. This is why we don't review comedies at Movie Guys. Because every time we review comedies, I like, there's not a plot. Re- really. You know what I mean? Like, there, there, there's nothing to really talk about besides this is a funny bit, this is a funny bit, this is a funny bit. You know what I mean? It's really hard. Like, I would also say another thing that we do sometimes that's hard to review is like series like Wednesday or like Star Wars or like, you know, Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like, we do like TV series because it's like, what do we talk about? Like, there's nothing about, oh, you know, I really understand how it feels to take miles of cocaine with strippers. In, in, in Vegas somewhere with my boys. You know, I don't know. Like, am I being too hard a shot it? Um, no, maybe you should go try that. Maybe we should go we, try that. Didn't we do that in Pennsylvania? <laughs> must, be missing, must be missing out. I'm just uh, saying. You know, it's one of those where I, I agree with you because in the issue with comedies nowadays is that it's competing with any every other genre and... It's trying to put a story second to this comedy. It's it's trying to fit these jokes in first, and then and then a story around it to to kind of put the bookend in the movie. Uh, I do think that with a comedy movie, that it should involve the story or the situation first, because. Right. That in itself is 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 a comedy. Those those parts where it is relatable that you you know that thing in high school that you're trying to do in trying to you know work up to the prom you know oh prom night we're gonna lose it or something and make that promise with your friends or that mm-hmm. one summer that you had in junior high at camp something kind of relatable in, in there that you can always go back to. Yeah, the camp, yeah, where, where you meet a guy that's 40 years old and teaches you how to dance. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But so Stranger with, Things with something does it like, better, though, right? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's definitely a horror. But the situations exaggerated are a good part for uh, for that. What's uh, What did we just... Booksmart, remember that one? The Olivia Wilde movie that we watched. We never reviewed that, dude. I, uh, me, you, and Ed, uh, and Ryan, all the four of us. Pretty sure. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this is sure not another were, game. I'm pretty sure me, you, and Ryan did Booksmart. Nope. Never. Had, no. We've never. All right. Check not- it in the catalog. Uh, but uh, that would be one such movie where I, uh, it was, it was uh, entertaining. Yeah, it was a comedy. 2019. Damn, it's been a a while since we've done one of these comedies, man. It's been a while. Yeah, you. But again, it's it's just relatable. Where it's it's simple living, but with Mm -hmm. big bigger jokes. I think that that Mm -hmm. helps out a little bit more. That uh, Good Boys movie maybe would have worked if it had a better story, or if that fat kid wasn't so much like an Eric Cartman. Yeah, but the reason why Good Boys kind of work for me though is because we we as now grown adult men, but as young boys, that was our life. What was relatable is that oh my god, we got to drink our first beer, we got to do everything that's impossible to get the girl, because a week later the relationship is over with. You know what I mean? Like that's relatable, right? Well, what about so, also? Uh, offensiveness as well too a lot of these movies were offensive because of kind of what the content that was in there right 
But yeah, it, but or or maybe it was because of who's in it too. You had um a big era in the '90s in comedies because you had lead players like Chris Farley and Adam Sandler making movies. In the early 2000s, you had the Frat Pack, you had Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, all making these these kind of comedies and really having a hold on it. Who who is there now? You know who, who's is there a group that's doing comedies now? Uh, the only group that I remember that I used to love was Broken Lizards, but they're not doing anything. I thought they had a new movie that that came out recently. Uh, the only one that I well, yeah, Super Troopers two, but oh yeah, that's about it. That's that's about it. I mean, like I like I like Broken Lizards for of course Super Troopers. Uh, my favorite's actually Beer Fest. Uh, they did Club Dread. They did Slam and Salmon. Sure, sure, but still, I mean, there's. The ability to, to kind of push an envelope as well, too, is get star power. Because a lot of these old people are getting older now, too, that were doing these comedies. And a lot of the new comedians now are taking on to the Internet. They're all on TikToks and the right. YouTubes and, and stuff like that. Um, I did see that the Daily Wire is getting their, their jump in on the, the comedy thing with Lady Ballers. Have you seen this movie? Yeah. You no, know, I've I've seen the previews of it, and I laugh every time because Daily Wire is do, but but Daily Wire is doing it for a political agenda. They're not actually making these movies because they think that they're good. Do you remember um, a few years ago where that one uh, woman from, uh, um, uh, shoot the Star Wars one, the Mandalorian? Remember when she said something political and yeah. Disney fired her? Yeah. Her next movie was a Daily Wire movie. She's not going to be censored here. You know what I mean? So Daily Wire and their comedy is, is just going to be. Well, sure. It'll be, you know, very in their little corner. Uh, but we're at a part right now. I really do feel this, that if there's a comedy movie that comes out, it's it, now's the, the time to strike. You could hit. And it could work. Stand up is coming back pretty pretty big right now, and so are comedy series are coming back a bit more. I I think if there was ever a time for a major comedy movie to come out, I just don't know what it would have to be about something or be with someone that would really have to have to break it. I'm not saying that that Lady Ballers movie is, but it's it's one of those where it's so dumb that it just might work. It has to be a 90s, right? Uh, what did somebody say that I saw on Facebook recently? Uh, if they were to do um, uh, Days and Confused now or something like that, it would be exactly year to the date of when it was supposed to be taking place when it was filmed. Well, there's the thing. So, it, it, so, sorry, it cannot be a throwback or a nostalgia grab. But that, for the masses, that what hurts. That it it hurts though, right? Does it? Did it hurt those audiences of Days and Confused? I don't think so. I mean, like, if they do like a like okay, so they're trying it right now. Right now, they're right now. Media is tipping their toe, dipping their toe. I'm it, sorry. It into the same the with Dumb and Dumber. Right, but like they they tried it last year with that '90s show. That was a mild hit. Nothing really big. They're going to come back with a season two. We'll see what happens. They, I mean, like if they really want to change things, they got to go back to what we felt was in the nineties. Cause we're going to be the audience members to go to see those movies. We're going to be the ones that are going to want to see that, right? We're going to want to see jokes about people trying to play Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's pro skater. You know what I mean? Like, or well, playing Halo. Like that's what we want to see. You're, you're Tell me talking about content though. I'm talking about, but that's what's popular. I'm talking about material. Nostalgia is always going to be there. I get that too. But I, there were jokes in in this. The there was physical comedy was a big part of the '90s, whereas right. 2000s was a lot of just kind of awkward randomness, right? You so know, we'll, you know, a, a newsman blowing a conch shell to summon his news team. Weird stuff, right? Where you know, whereas the '90s was holy shtikes, catchphrases, and then falling down a hill. It, it, this is all; these are all 
comedy trends now, and I think you you need something a bit more. If you were to do it in the '90s, now you could you could do that. But the other thing that reigned supreme in the '90s was like misogyny. That was in every sitcom. It was always, oh man, the men are so different, hey, and every TV show was based on that. Everyone loves Raymond, Home Improvement, uh, King of Queens, Mar- uh, Yes, children. dear, yeah. Married with Children, uh, Reba, you know, Roseanne. Roseanne, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. It, it's it's. I'm just. I'm. You're sitting here trying to think about what could work, and, and I'm telling you, like, like what's working. Again, I always bring up my wife because she's not a reviewer of movies, right? So she's the general audience, and she loved that Jennifer Lawrence movie. She thought it was Ooh. absolutely hilarious. You know what I think so, would work right now is because I just said that if it was, and, and this is on the, the context of old dads here, but he made it a little bit more dad centric in this movie. If you had a family trip movie, not like a national lampoon, but uh, again, don't make a national lampoon. That movie was uh, the new one with Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. That was a fine movie, but that was hilarious because you put national lampoon on there. You put an expectation in a bar and a brand on it. That you just had to like meet. It's make it your own. I, I think that would be pretty fun if you were to, to do that again because we're, we're the Millers is a good example. That's a they're making movie. a sequel. They're making a sequel. See, like that. That's a fantastic movie. It's a family trip movie. So uh, you know, maybe we'll just see something more like that. Um, but where, but where, where, where is it though? Like, I mean, like I also would say that Twenty One Jump Street was really good, but that was like in the mid 2010s. That was like in the early 2010s. I mean, there is comedy hits, You're right? Uh, I I um, also judge it on its, its quotability because I feel like a lot of comedies are so quotable. That's how they live on the big part of it too. We could do Caddyshack quotes all day. We could do Blazing Saddle quotes all day. We could do Ghostbusters quotes all day. You, you know, Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, exactly. All, a lot of these movies are are quotable. Because that's just how punchable uh, and memorable they they were that those lines were. Why I think that like movies like Will Ferrell movies are so memorable is because he plays characters, and I don't think a lot of that happens. I mean, Will Ferrell has been a NASCAR driver. He has been a semi-pro basketball player. He's been the other guy. He's been an anchor man. He has been a figure skater, right? I mean, like. Yeah. And seeing that actor and craziness is kind of fun. That's why Adam Sandler, when we reviewed Hubie Halloween, and I was so mad, and you were laughing your butt off. That was one of the last ones we reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> you were laughing your butt off on that. Oh, well, and because he's a character. Yeah, because he he made that movie to get back at everyone who talked shit about him. I guarantee right. he's just like I, I'll give you a trash movie to watch, and he made Hubie Halloween. But yeah, he. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's a character actress as well too, but is she as memorable as maybe one of these other people? It's yeah, like yeah, I would say that she's memorable. I mean, like, she's memorable in some of the SNL stuff she's done. I mean, like she's been memorable. I mean, like any uh, they're really media's really pushing hard in identity theft for some reason. Like that's all over my Amazon Prime right now. Um, I mean, like she she plays of course uh, um, a bridesmaids would be a big thing for her, right? It's coming out of me like lava. That makes it a great comedy. Right. This movie is going to be forgotten. That doesn't mean that I'm giving it. That doesn't mean I'm giving it going to give it a a small or a bad rating. It's just just, they did nothing with this movie that they could have done. Uh, It's it's just it's just another. Oh, you know what it is without rambling. This is just a movie where Gen Xers don't like the way that Gen Z is doing things. You know, I mean. That's what it is. Yeah, it felt like a Daily Wire movie. Yeah, it's it's just. <laughs> yeah, I it's it's just it's just oh I don't like the way the world changes. The way was when I was a kid was better. I mean I matter I might as well just watch F is for Family at this point, right? Absolutely. Right. So let's get into that, Eric. What's your popcorn rating for old dads? Uh, I it's a small for me. Like it was. You know, it was a fine to watch the first time. I'm not in a hurry to watch it a second time. Um, you know, good good on you, Bill. Uh, I wouldn't say this is a date movie. I would say this is 
watch it because you got home early from the bar um, and I got to kill an hour before I go to bed and then oh, I'll watch the rest tomorrow morning. Yeah. that That's what this movie is. This movie is you start it when you're drunk at night and you finish it in the morning. That's that's old dads. Um, and it works. Yeah, and, it does its it, job. And it works. <laughs> it does its job. Uh, no argument with me on there. Uh, I knew before we recorded uh, that this was going to be a, a, a standard movie guys episode when we review a comedy. It's 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 going to go the way it went and which is fine because we don't ever get a chance to BS once in a while. Right. So, yeah, it's a small bet. It's 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 not I'm never going to go back to this. I'm going to go back to that Jennifer Lawrence movie. That movie was funny. We should have reviewed that one. Uh, this movie had its, but, its bits. I There was a part when I when it showed. Connor, uh, the Italian guy, uh, when they showed him trying to relate to the black coworkers and him going, "Hey, hey, you know, trying to do like the high five and, hey, so yeah. hey, you listening to that new that new Drake album? Kind of, kind of something like that. And you know, uh, the, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard it. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've seen that guy. I think I I may have been that guy. Yeah, no, uh, I've been that guy too, right? I, I, I want to think that I'm not, but in my my, are. I think it's also white of me to say that I haven't been when I clearly have been. Right. I mean, it, the, the the movie is fine. I've been saying that a lot lately, um, but it does nothing for me. <laughs> there are some funny bits, but I would go back to YouTube and watch Bill Burr's stand up or F is for Family before I watched this again. It's a small. It's why we don't review comedies that often. Do you think um, it's it's uh, something for for a stand-up comedian to go into the acting role? Do you think that's that's a, a hard sell as well, too? Versus... I mean, I watched The Machine. I thought The Machine was better than this. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, versus but you someone hate who's, you like, who's like a, a you, player, like an improv. You physically hate Bert. You wish death upon Burt Kreischer. I don't. I'm not gonna go that far and wish death you on don't, somebody. But I tell you like, what, if I saw that in the news that he had, he had passed, I go, oh, and then I'd scroll right down to the next thing. Yeah. See, you Wouldn't don't even like click him. on the article. Just scroll right past. You don't like him. He's my kind of comedian, and my wife liked the machine more than this movie uh, because the machine had. Funny, ridiculous things to it. This one really didn't add anything new to to the genre. I didn't go in this expecting to add something new. I was going in this expecting Bill Burr to do Bill Burr things. And I think the greatest Bill Burr has ever been was in the King of Staten Island movie with uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, that was a good Bill Burr movie. That is the one thing I think comedians should be doing more of is some serious roles. If they want to get into acting, do some do some drama. I think that's usually a good arc for them to to do, and then they can do a comedy thing after after they've established themselves as an actor. But to go from stand up comedy to a movie, I think some people still see you as a, as an act, as a stand up, as a bit. And so when you see a movie like this, I just see more of his act that he does in stand up versus yeah. somebody um, who's done stand up and then goes into acting. And shows that they can act and they're an actor, and then they can do a little bit more of everything else. Um, then say, "Oh, okay, I, I can, I can adjust yeah, with I'm this not, person now. I can believe with it now." I'm not ready for the Matt Rife movie, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And, of course, like always, when you go to that website, though, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com, you can still vote for our annual Movie Guys Podcast Awards. We do not vote. You do, the fans. So, again, go to movieguyspodcast.podbean.com, and you'll be able to click on the 2023 Movie Guys Vote Here tab and vote for the best, the worst, most disappointed films of the year. And then we will read the results for our special. Eric, thanks so much for joining me. We'll be back next Thursday for another awesome episode. Have a good night.
following this lovely couple around. And I say, did you know that they're on a quest? Well, they are on a quest. They're on a quest for not only adventure, but quest to see what Nintendo Switch game they're going to buy. And play it's together. Zelda. It's always a Zelda. Is it Zelda, though? No, it might be an, an anime or Persona 18 or whatever the hell they're on right now. Speaking of games, uh, the hype of GTA 6, bud. You watched the trailer? I did. It's looking pretty cool. It looks great. I downloaded it. I'm going to play it. I think I'm going to download it. I got a computer, a new computer, and I think uh, and it's it's up to spec to, to take those graphics. Right, but it's not going to come out for like two years. The good thing is is they got me to re-download Grand Theft Auto V because of it. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I got it in the box somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Gina uh, has made it very clear. I don't know if I told you this before. Um, if I did, stop me. Um that you are forbidden to give me Mediterranean food. Oh, yes. You you have told me. Okay, I did tell you. Gina was not happy. I Again, I think you're going to be okay. Just maybe the lamb. Maybe... No, no. In, yeah, in, the, she, in the lamb. Gina, Gina said, no more cabbage for this guy. Um, I didn't stop farting until we got past Ann Arbor. <laughs> my belly hurt. It was so much pressure. Like, it was so much pressure. Like, I just wanted to, like, poke a hole to relieve the pressure. Like, I wanted my knee drained, but my stomach. That's a good, a better in your car than in my house. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, my God, poor, poor you. It would have been terrible. Yeah, well, you know why I'm so skinny now. No, and, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> that is not the reason why you're skinny. Because I got a I, great system, buddy. It, everything in, inside is just working overtime. I I let them fly, dude. I When I fart, the house rumbles. That's why I have this office. So in the far off of the corner, this is like a Faraday cage. This the is a Faraday cage here, actually. So that every time I, I rip one, it just absorbs the shock in this room. The funny thing is that you're in a corner, which I was always told to never put Eric in a corner. Feel good about that one, too. 